Hi, this is Nathan. Before we get to the episode, I want to invite you to join me on an incredible adventure this November of 2024. I am taking a small group of believers to Turkey, what the New Testament called Asia Minor, for a 12-day Bible study tour of the early church. We'll be studying the book of Acts and many of the epistles on location as we visit ancient cities like Ephesus, Laodicea, Heropolis, Antioch, Pergamum, and many more. If you are interested in joining me this November for a once-in-a-lifetime adventure as we study where much of the New Testament and early church took place, you can learn more by going to deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. And if you're interested, don't delay. Spots are limited and on a first-come, first-served basis, and a $100 discount is available if you register before May 27th. I do hope you can join me. And again, more information is available at deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. Now, here's the episode. Welcome to episode 133 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to talk about the faithfulness of our God. Let's dive in. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. What a great declaration in that old hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Do you realize that God himself is faithful? And that whole idea of faithfulness is built on the concept that God does not change. Malachi 3.6 declares, For I am the Lord, I do not change. And that idea about God does not change really becomes the basis for our faith. You, you realize that Hebrews 11.6 tells us that, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, it's interesting. If you look at some translations, it translates that, that you must believe that God exists. But that really is missing the point of the passage. See, what it's articulating is going back to the Old Testament idea when Moses is speaking to God in the bush and says, hey, tell me your name. And God says, well, I am that I am. Now, obviously, we don't say I am. We say he is. And as you begin to trace this idea of the unspeakable name of God, this name Jehovah or Yahweh, What's interesting is it's this declaration that God does not change. Who he is will always ever be who he is. He was, he is, and he always will be. So when Hebrews eleven six reminds us that, it, that without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. It is a reminder going back to the time of Moses saying, do we know who our God is? Do we believe that our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever? That he is unchanging. He is always constant. Well, that goes to this idea that God is faithful. 
In other words, it's this idea that God is constant. He's unchanging. He's steadfast. He's immovable, resolute, and sure. I love this idea of faithfulness. That that word faith in Hebrew, it's interesting that the words faith, faithfulness, belief, and truth are all interconnected. And they all come from the same root word, which is related to where we get our word, amen. Now, if you think about prayer, of course, we're praying and at the very end of our prayer, we say, amen. Now, why do we say that? I think for some for some of us, we've kind of gotten the notion that the reason we say amen, well, it's because it's like the, well, it's like the send button on an email. See, I type out an email and if I want it to be delivered, I have to hit send. And so I think for some of us, we have this notion that as we're praying, if we don't say amen, then God's not going to get our prayer. Well, <laughs> that's not true. This idea of amen comes from this concept of, yes, I agree. That that which was just spoken is true. So the reason why we gather in the church and as the preacher is preaching, we go, amen, that's hey, that's right, is because we are coming into agreement with that truth. When, when we're praying at the end of our prayer, the reason we say amen is because it is a declaration that we know whom we're praying to. We know his character and his nature. And we believe that the prayer that we are is praying is true. That we're not just saying mere words, that we're declaring truth. And so therefore, oh God, I, I plead that you would just do this according to your nature and according to your life. Amen. I believe that. As if, well, I come into agreement with what I prayed. So get this idea. Again, in Hebrew, faith, faithfulness, belief, and truth are all interconnected. And this idea of faithfulness conveys the idea of strengthen or support or to hold up. See, the concept gives this idea of firmness or constancy or trustworthiness with this notion that that is firmly supported as the bedrock of faith. See, in other words, to be faithful is to be reliable or to be dependent upon. Now, what's really neat is there's a physical example of this word in Hebrew for faith or faithfulness or belief or truth. And it comes in 2 Kings chapter 18, verse 16. And it's the word that's used for the pillars or the doorposts that support the doors in the temple. In other words, when we're looking at the temple, the doors of the temple, well, the doorposts or the pillars that hold the doors, well, they're faithful. They are true. See that there's this constancy or trustworthiness. There's this support. See, not only is it holding up the door, but it is reliable. In other words, you push the door, it, it, it always swings open, it always closes shut. That there's this constancy in the door frame. Well, obviously that's a physical example, but spiritually, when we're talking about faithfulness, we're talking of God's unchanging character, his nature, and his promises. One of the things I love about this idea of God's faithfulness is the moment that we begin to recognize that God is faithful and he cannot change. He's always been faithful. He is faithful. He always will be faithful. And as such, I can build my life upon him. Lamentations 3 verses 21 through 24 says this. Jeremiah writes, This I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. 
Why is it that I can hope in him? Well, it's because he's my portion and I know of his great faithfulness. I love Psalm 136. Psalm 136 is a participatory psalm. It's one of those psalms where someone would stand up and they would read a line and the whole congregation or the audience would declare or repeat back a phrase. And I, and I love when, when you open up to Psalm 136, this phrase is repeated every single verse. And it's the phrase, for his mercy endures forever. But that same word for mercy can also be translated loving kindness. See, for God's loving kindness endures forever. That same word can also be translated faithfulness. See, his faithfulness endures forever. And what Psalm 136 is doing is it's recounting the history of Israel and every single line, every single reminder, it's, hey, don't you remember when God did this? Yes, his mercy endures forever. Hey, do you remember when God did this? Yes, his loving kindness endures forever. Hey, do you remember when God did this? Oh, yes, his faithfulness endures forever. And you realize that is not just true for Israelite history. That is just true because that is who God is. See, wouldn't it be amazing if we would walk through the memories of our life and say, do you remember this situation? Oh, God's mercy endures forever. Do you remember this situation? His faithfulness endures forever. Because the reality is God is faithful. Deuteronomy 7, 9 reminds us that it says, Therefore, know that the Lord your God, he is God. He's the faithful God who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandment. He is God. He is our faithful God, writes Moses. Isaiah 49, 7 tells us, Because of the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel, and he has chosen you. 2 Timothy 2.13 says, Even when we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. See, it's not dependent upon us whether or not God is faithful. He is faithful. He always will be faithful because he cannot deny himself, writes Paul. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 says, He who calls you is faithful, who will also do it. I want you just to freshly ponder this idea of the faithfulness of our God. As God reveals himself all throughout scripture, one of the things we just realize is that he is always the faithful one. See, he always keeps his promises. He cannot lie, says scripture, that he is a good and loving God and he is always faithful. One of the names of God as revealed in the Old Testament is that he is Jehovah Jireh. He's the God who provides. See, he's a God who looks in advance and he sees what is needed and he makes provision for what is needed. See, he is faithful. He is good. He is loving. And it doesn't matter the situation that you're currently in. It doesn't matter the, the chaos or the, the circumstance or the situation, whether good or bad, you realize our God is a good God and he is faithful. That you're not merely walking this journey alone. He is smack dab in the middle of it with you. He is our great shepherd and he is leading us down this path. Now, if you want something fun to do kind of on the side, I would encourage you to study out the promises that God gives all throughout scripture. Because one of the ways that we can see God's faithfulness is through his fulfilled promises. Again, when God makes a promise, it always comes 
to fruition. It always is fulfilled because he's a God who cannot lie. And so when God promises, it is as sure as you can, I mean, you can take it to the bank because this thing is absolutely going to come to pass because he is a faithful God. And I love what the writer of Hebrews consistently reminds us. It's this idea that there's this anchor to our soul, that there's this steadfastness that we can have. And it's this idea that God is who he says he is. And therefore, because he is faithful, well, I can put my hope and my trust in him. See, if God was wishy-washy and he wasn't constant, in other words, if he was this way one day and he's this way another day, you realize I actually can't trust him. I can't put my trust in his word because he's inconsistent. But what the word of God shows is that God is faithful. He is always constant. He is always faithful. He is steady. He is sure. He is unmovable. He is resolute. He is unchanging because he, in his nature, is faithful. And the fact that God doesn't change it reminds us of the fact that God has been faithful in the past, which means he'll be con- he will continue to be faithful in the present and even more so into the future, that God is faithful. What would happen if you and I began to live as if God is faithful, that he's taking care of every situation? And yes, while he may allow us to go through certain difficult seasons, because, hey, let's admit, Christianity is not easy It is actually very difficult. In fact, suffering and difficulty is promised to you that it is a guaranteed sure thing. But even in the midst of the difficulty, even in the midst of suffering, we must remember as believers that he is the faithful one. And as such, I can put my faith and my trust in the one that does not change. One of my good friends, Kate Rosen, is just an incredible writer and singer. And recently, she just came out with a single, and uh, and it's basically everywhere where music is at, so iTunes, Spotify, all that kind of stuff. But oh, I, I I would love for you to listen to this song. It's called In Every Season. And what's so amazing about this song is uh, her her parents and I were talking, and they said, hey, have you heard the this new song by Kate? And I was like, no, I, I haven't heard. I'm like, I'm so excited. So that afternoon, I it was a Sunday afternoon, I went home, and I was working on some stuff, and I just turned on the song. And something that Kate's mom said is, you know, it's one of those songs that just seems like it truly is anointed that, you know, you listen to it one time. It's like, oh, that's actually a really neat song. But she said, you know, I've been playing it over and over and over in the house. And it's just been this incredible declaration. Well, that afternoon I was at home and I was working and doing some stuff in the garage and cleaning. And I was like, well, I'm just going to put it on repeat and just listen to it a couple of times. And it was amazing. I, (laughs) I ended up listening to Kate's song for probably about three hours straight. It was just on repeat over and over and over again. But what was so amazing is the first time I listened to the song, it was, wow, that's that's a great song. But the more I began to listen to it, the more I just began to be pressed and encouraged. And my soul was actually being refreshed by God as I was listening to these phenomenal lyrics. Well, I want to just read the lyrics to you because they have this phenomenal enunciation about God's faithfulness in every situation. Again, the song is called In Every Season. So listen to, what, listen to what Kate Rosen says about this idea of God's faithfulness. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to sing it to you. I definitely could not do it justice. And I would highly, highly encourage you to go check out the song either on Spotify or iTunes or, or however you can find it. 
but it's by Kate Rosen. It's called In Every Season. But just listen to these words. Verse one says this, I'm abandoning my fears of tomorrow. I'm laying them all down at your feet. Whatever may come, joy or sorrow, Lord, have your way in me. Lord, have your way in me. And then grab this chorus. In every season, Lord, you are faithful. In comfort or hardship, your promise is good. Through every trial, I'll count it a blessing, knowing you're with me and you'll work it for good. Verse 2 says, I'm surrendering my dreams for the future. I'm casting them down at your throne. Whatever may come, pain or laughter, my eyes are on you alone. My eyes are on you alone. And the bridge says this, Whom have I in heaven but you? There is nothing on earth that I desire but you. God, you're my portion. Whom have I in heaven but you? There is nothing on earth that I desire but you. Isn't that just good? It's such simple lyrics, but it contains a powerful truth. I love this in every season. Lord, you are faithful in comfort or hardship. Your promise is good. Through every trial, I'll count it a blessing, knowing you're with me and you'll work it for good. Do you know that that's true? Have you experienced the reality of God's faithfulness in your life? And again, I don't know what you may be going through, but could I encourage you to hold fast to the faithfulness of our God? For he is faithful. He's immovable. He's a rock. We can build our lives upon him. And if I'm going to trust, if I'm going to put my hope, if I'm going to build my life upon something, it's going to be Jesus Christ alone. For he alone is faithful faithful. He alone is the unchanging one. He alone is walking me through every trial and situation for he is the good shepherd. Great is thy faithfulness. O God, my father, there is no shadow of turning with thee. You change us not your compassions. They fail not as you have been. You forever will be great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, your hand has provided. Great is your faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Well, I hope that's an encouragement to you, regardless of what you may be going through today. May you and I build our life upon the reality that God does not change. And he is the faithful one. He's Jehovah Jireh, the one who provides all that we need. For in Jesus says Peter in 2 Peter 1.3, are all things that we need for life and for godliness. Let us put our hope, our trust, and our faith in him. For as Psalm 136 says, his mercy endures forever. His loving kindness endures forever. His faithfulness endures forever. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. For show notes of this episode, including links to Kate Rosen's song, please visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 133 for episode 133. And until next time, know I am cheering you on as you build your life around the one who is faithful and true, Jesus Christ.